they say I'm about my money, yeah, I don't play I got that Benjamin button, I'm looking better every day, boy Hello, it's your favorite sister duo, Tansy and Chandler And although we are best friends with coaching, heart, and grit in our blood, we aren't afraid to admit that we couldn't be more different in our strengths and weaknesses. You see me, Chandler, it wasn't all that long ago that I was known as a lazy, undetermined girl, but I made the decision to change my story and become one of the most consistent, organized go-getters that I know. And me, Tansy, for my entire life, I've been the woman I thought everyone else needed and wanted me to be. I decided to rewrite my story and help others do the same. And finally, I own exactly who I am, exactly who I want to be, and where I'm going. Together, we are taking our wisdom and even unanswered questions and having the sometimes uncomfortable conversations that can make you laugh, make you cry, and remind you that you are not alone. And if she can do it, you can do it. Let's attack what it truly means to be bossy and define what it takes to stop at nothing in the pursuit of being and having it all. Our goal is to not let you sleep on your inner bossy baddie. It's time to own your power, be the woman in charge, the CEO of your life, and it is time to hire, fire, and promote accordingly. Hey, hi, hello there. <laughs> what a juicy, most recent podcast episode. Like, my goodness. I've, I've had so many DMs, which I freaking love when you guys send us messages and, like, comment on what you liked, what you laughed at, what made you feel some type of way. That is why we do this. And so for those of you who took the time to message us and tell us how you felt and enjoyed the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, let's just, you know, dive right in because we have more questions to get to and I don't want to leave you guys hanging because that last question that we closed out that podcast with was a big one. Are you ready, Tance? Yeah. What was it again? <laughs> the question was, have either of you had a same sex relationship before and can you talk about it? You go first. Um, no, I have not. I feel like this is such a disappointment. Like we hyped it up at the end, but um, I definitely like had fun in college. I'll just say that, but never dated anybody. Never. I, I love women. Okay. Like I love being a woman. I love growing a business with, with, with <laughs> women. I think we are the most beautiful, amazing creatures on the planet, yes. but to date a woman sounds like my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I just can't even imagine. I I I deal enough with being myself and yes. being with myself all the time as as a yes. woman. <laughs> That's a lot of feminine energy in one spot. But so I have so much to say on this topic because I have definitely experimented and <laughs> like First of all, for those of you who are new to the show, we have a gay dad. So our dad left our mom. He decided he wanted to be in a homosexual relationship, and we grew up with a gay dad. So I feel like because of that, our perspective is widened, and I see nothing wrong with same-sex relationships. Neither does Tansy. Like, I think that's a, a beautiful thing. You do you. Love is love. I support that till I die. Um, personally... I went through a phase where I thought that I did want to be with women, and I'll tell you that in hindsight, I see a human being, and this is for men too, and there's no part of me, and I've mentioned this in a previous episode actually, but there's no part of me that looks at a human being and I'm like, damn, unless they're like next level. But for me, and I think everybody, I think this is safe to say for everyone, it's so much about personality that if there is, I don't care what type of human you are boy or girl, like if your personality is like streak, strikes a chord with my chemistry, I am attracted to that. Mm -hmm. And I do think, I, th I read this study, this was a long time ago, 
and I don't know how they got this study, <laughs> like, I don't know how they got this evidence or whatever, but it was stating that only 10% of the human society, so 10% of the human race is actually full on heterosexual, that the other 90% of us are bisexual. And I believe that to the fullest. I mean, <laughs> there's probably some guys that would be like, absolutely not. Like, I feel like they're more like, absolutely not which is interesting because I feel like girls are more like, eh, whatever, I try it, you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but having said that, I think that that answered the question. What do yeah. you think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next question. Next question. Super funny. So before I read this, we got a text message from our stepdad that was like, just listened to the last podcast, loved it, except give us a heads up when you're going to talk about sex. <laughs> so Yeah, and I was like, well, I hope you took notes, Kev. Yeah. So forewarning, dad and Kevin, if you're listening to this, the next question is where you need to turn it off. <laughs> also, it said sex as the first word of the title too. of the podcast. I'm like, what do you mean? Did you read the title? Okay. Anyways. So the next question, do you have sex toys are you into bdsm wow. i don't know what wow BDSM we're is. really just taking this podcast to a whole <laughs> nother location what's bdsm bdsm you want me to look it up yeah look that up na 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 come on s and m that's what that reminds me of <laughs> feels so good being bad da, da, da. i'm pretty sure she's talking about bbdsm bb bd boy dick sex money <laughs> That's not what it is. BDSM? Yeah. BDSM meaning bondage, discipline. Oh, okay. Submissive, probably. And then M is... The meaning of BDSM is sexual activity involving practices of the use of physical restraints. Okay. That's a no for me. I'm not into that. Like, they're talking like Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Um, no. But I feel like I'm... I... Chandler and I both are very masculine energy, I feel like. Throughout our day, we're mm -hmm. bossing through life, we're grinding, 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 and I do like to not be that way in the my relationship. And Yeah, I just... Yeah. I agree. Yeah, like, I am I'm a control freak in all areas except that. <laughs> I heard the other day someone saying, like... I want to be in my feminine energy with you. Like they were saying with their partner. Like mm -hmm. I want to be in my feminine energy. I think that's how it's supposed to be. Like I want to be free flowing and relaxed and receiving and all the things that feminine energy is. But I have to be able to trust you in order to yes. go there. And so when there's a trust there, when there's a comfortability there, I think that's when women are really able to tap into their feminine energy. And the problem is, is when you don't trust, when there's resentment there when there's a block in you being able to fully trust the person you're with and feel comfortable in that then that's when your masculine energy comes out mm -hmm. and masculine and masculine energy butt heads up against each other so and it's jackrabbit time jackrabbit <laughs> time no that's not that's even what i imagined <laughs> dude i'm talking i was talking about like fighting verbally oh i'm on sex what are you doing <laughs> All right, oh. so so that's a no for the Fifty Shades of Grey. But do you have sex toys? I, um, but also, <laughs> I find it so fascinating and cool that other people do that, and I think that you should do what yeah, for you sure. want. There's something for everyone, yeah, for sure. Um, yes, I have sex toys, and any woman that doesn't needs to get, get them. Yes. And you can order them on Amazon. Okay. Um, I'll put them on my storefront. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> do you I really don't know if I like having this conversation with my sister like Why? that's the problem like I feel like you should not be having sex <laughs> <laughs> next question uh, yeah okay. wait did you say you have sex toys yes ew <laughs> Okay, don't ever yell at me like that again and make me feel stupid. I'm not making <laughs> Okay, Wait, moving I, on. Okay. Let's go ahead. And I also forward. just want to say, just because I think this is this is something that needs to be said, <laughs> and I don't want to say it, but sex toys with your partner, yes. I think, are also a major go for it. Yeah, go for it. Okay. How to find your style. I struggle with finding cute outfits. There's so many to choose from. What are some good stores to shop from? Great question. For the summer. You're, that's a you question, Jan. See, I think I struggle with this too, though. Really? Yeah. Like, I struggle with that too. I love clothes. Like, I... Dude, sign me up to shop every single day. I will do that. I love putting together outfits, but I still feel like I struggle. Like, I still feel like it's not easy. Mm-hmm. So I think where I find my most inspiration, though, is, like, I follow, first of all, shout out to Maiden Tailored. She's Love actually her. my friend. Her <laughs> name is Taylor. She lives in Connecticut. She's my friend, too. She just doesn't know it yet. Yeah. <laughs> so people like her on Say that TikTok, again. Maid and Tailored. Go follow her right now. M-A-D-E? Yes. Okay. They need to, need to know. Let me tell my story. She gives so much outfit inspiration so it's people like her that you can go follow on tiktok and mimic what they wear like if you want to look cool don't rely on your own sense of creativity when you feel like that's something you don't have go search other places and copy what other people are wearing and try try to look in your closet first for what you have because i guarantee you you have things that you could put together and you're like oh my gosh i never thought of that another really great place to get inspiration is pinterest like type in so for example I have a photo shoot coming up on Saturday and I want it to look like minimal boss babe. So I legit typed into Pinterest, minimal boss babe outfit inspiration. And you guys would not believe all of the pictures that you can look through and copy them without having to go shopping. So what's an example of a minimal boss babe? I really like like the baggy trousers with a blazer and maybe either a tube top under it or just like some sort of like lacy bra. Like that's very minimal. And then putting your hair in like a bun with some sunglasses. Nice. With tennis shoes. And is that summer appropriate or how would you, how would, what would be minimal boss babe in summer fashion? Cause isn't that what they asked? Summer? Where to shop for good stores for the summer. Um, I don't know. It depends on where you're going. Like, and it depends on where you work. Like, like what's something you plan on wearing this summer? Come dresses. On. Dresses are something I plan on wearing. So some of my favorite places to look for dresses right now. That's great advice. Oh, Polly. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, Polly. Spell it. Polly. P-O-L-L-Y. With an O attached? O-H. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, Polly. Polly. <laughs> yes. Oh, Polly. Princess Polly. I think it's Oh, Polly. And then I think there's one that's Oh, Molly. <laughs> I swear I swear to you but it's crazy because once you start searching these things as you're as you're going through your phone and like you're looking at people's stories on Instagram in between the stories you'll start to get ads for new stores that you've never seen before pay attention to those dude that's where I find some really good stores I'm yeah, like bro. oh that's really cute I talked about face stuff one time because yeah. of you and now I have women doing icing their face oh, and yeah. wild stuff all over my feet. I'm like, how do they even know that I even said that? I didn't post a picture. They're watching. Okay. I mean, we all know that. But anyway, I also think like... Yeah. I was going to say something too. Um, finding things that you're comfortable in and getting multiple colors in the same thing. Also, nothing wrong with that. I really think simple is good advice Yeah, to me. Simple. So like, like you said, like a dress. 
and something that's comfortable and simple but then you can dress it up with your accessories like yeah. your like even just doing your hair or your shoes or your earrings or your or necklaces. layering some necklaces that's another one of my favorite things like layer put all the necklaces that you have on I'm not kidding put them all on and the key with layering necklaces is you have a chain with the necklace and you want all of the chains to be different chains so for example you don't want two dainty chains next to each other that won't look as good as it should so maybe a thick chain with a dainty one and then like a medium sized one. But also another thing that I've gotten away from with clothes is like for a second there, I was like, oh my gosh, Sheen, Fashion Nova, like fast fashion. This is so great. It's so cheap and I can find some really fun things to wear. And I'm over that because these things, I wear them one time. And if you really do the research, like the way they're producing these clothes is not right. It's not, there's not a lot of integrity in that. So if you really care about that. But also spend good money on your clothes, but don't buy them all the time. But those things are going to last you a long time and you can wear them twice, which I'm talking to myself when I say that. <laughs> I um, kind of have almost the opposite of, it, of advice than Chan. I think that I looked so much to what everyone was wearing that I couldn't find my own style sometimes. Mm. Yeah. And so... I think going, try both, like go look what you like, pay attention to that, look what other people are doing. But then I also challenge you to like go to the mall. Going to the mall is therapy to me. I know a lot of people don't do that anymore, but I used to hate the mall for multiple reasons. And now I go <clears throat> to get away. And you do it by yourself. That's and I cool. do it by myself. Yes. And can you record like a TikTok showing how you do that? Like, do you go to get Starbucks? Like, I think we need to see like that type of vlog, please. All right. Cool. Great. So I shop and I think about what do I like? Because I think sometimes we can get so wrapped up in what everyone else is doing. And it's like, but what do you like? Yeah. What's comfortable to you and what are you attracted to and what feels good? And if you put out everyone else's thoughts of like, is, are other people doing this? Are other people wearing that? Like, screw that. Yeah. This, I feel good in this and yeah. I like it. And when you like what you're wearing, that's when you become the trendy, you become the person that people are looking to for where did you, you get that? Yeah, you walk different when you feel Yeah, because you're like, yeah, you wear it and, and you wear it different too when you put it together for yourself. You're like, oh, Facts. look at me. Yeah, love that. Okay, <clears throat> next question. Just want to say, both of you have really pretty feet. Are your feet oh. ticklish? Okay. Are your feet ticklish? First of all, no, actually my feet are not ticklish. Are yours? I think so. I don't think they are. Yeah, they are. Interesting. Mine are not. When I get pedicures, sometimes I twitch. Interesting. Okay. Next this, question. This is the same person asking this next question. No. I don't know that to be true, but how often do you indulge in pedicures? First of all, go away. Okay. First next all. question. How to heal. This is for you. How to heal from Why a breakup slash divorce. <sighs> Does everyone know that you're divorced? I don't know. I sometimes forget it myself. <laughs> <laughs> so how to heal. First of all, you're divorced. Yes. I am divorced. You got married at 26, right? Married at 26, divorced at like 29. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, that is such a great question. I feel like I'm still searching for that. <laughs> I still am healing. Like, I don't know that there's one straight answer. Gosh. Yeah. I, that's a really hard question for me. I don't know why I'm like drawing a blank, but I, I would, I, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind, like healing from a breakup so there is no recipe. I think it's just time. Time, yeah. I also think I, when I got divorced or even every other relationship prior to my divorce, 
I was, I had always stayed too long. I had already, you know, as women, when you get mad and then you let it go and you get mad, you let it go. And then you get to that point, that last time where something happens and you just go numb and you're like, I don't even care anymore. And that's the place where you don't want me to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think I, looking back, left too late in the game to even care. Yeah. I... So it's like you were healing before you were even broken up. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like I don't, I remember crying one time through my divorce. Whereas like this past breakup, I am still, I'm still sad. I still feel like I'm, there's love there. And I don't know that I've ever felt like it's been this tough. So I feel like it's all different. But getting back to me, taking care of me and being my my person I want to date. What like is, being that for myself. What does taking care of you look like to you? <clears throat> well, I think it's having fun with myself. And like your sex toys? No. Bitch. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> it's like making everything fun. Um also like I was in your bathroom the other day and I accidentally opened the wrong drawer. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I am single, bitch. So <laughs> Also, where was I and can we delete this entire recording? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Dad. Sorry, Kev. Anyways, um, yeah, I feel like I just am all over the place with this answer, but I always think the grass is greener on the other side. Like, you look at other people and you're like, oh, I want that, da, da, da. but like, this is yes. a beautiful time in your life. Wherever you're at, it's beautiful and someone wishes that they're at where you're at and it'd be 100%. so easy for me to be like, oh, Chandler's getting married and I wish I was doing that and she's about to have a kid. You're not having a kid yet, but like you're thinking about that (laughs) and blah, 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 woe is me. I'm older than her and now I'm single, but like I'm also living my best life. And if I allow myself to stay in my own lane and find the joy in that, then that's when healing comes and that's when answers come, I think. Not when you're constantly in wonder and constantly questioning if it was the right decision or Mm -hmm. what where the next decision is. It's just being where you're at, accepting what is. And loving yourself as much as possible through that process. Yeah. I would also say a couple like strategic things that I've done in the past with breakups. Allow yourself like 10 minutes of sad music. But outside of that, like chill out with the sad music. Oh, that is, I feel, I feel attacked. Yeah. Like (laughs) stop listening to sad music, dude. And the next thing is like, don't delete the photos because that's, that's really sad unless you like hate the person that you're breaking up with. But like, don't look at the pictures all the time. You know what I mean? Like stop, stop going back and looking and starting to form a story in your head that may or may not exist. Like yeah, we romanticize what we thought was. Yeah. But also I think on that same note, and this is the last thing I think we should say about this and move to the next question. But I, in the, on that same note, romanticizing your future, like yeah. instead of romanticizing what was like romanticize what could be. And that goes for anything in the past. Yeah. Like we all have to stop living in the past of what was, I mean, I just got a message today from my friend Kara uh, reminding me of what we did on 420 in college, like the good old days. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, that was the good old days. But like, also I don't live in that. My best no. day, my best days are yet to come. Yeah. Like we used to say like, okay, college, best four years of my life. Now I like hesitate to say that because I'm like, actually right now is the best time of my life. Yeah. And I will feel that way next year. And mm-hmm. I will feel like that way the year after that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So and sure. one more thing on the breakup thing is I think giving yourself some time and grace to move on and not trying to beat yourself up when you're not moving on. And I also think go to a group fitness class. 
called turn up. Yes. <laughs> also, don't. This is me talking to myself. Don't talk to everybody about it. Oh my gosh, that's such a good tip, dude. We all have made that mistake at some point or another. It's that that goes to say too. Even in your actual relationship, but especially through a breakup, yeah. Don't talk to people about it. You don't get a therapist if you want to talk about it. Like you don't need to tell everyone and their mother like how you're feeling or yeah, whatever. because everyone has a different opinion on what love is, on how to work through relationships, on how to not work through relationships. And I'm telling you what, I listened to way too many people outside of myself yes. when it came to relationships. And I see that so much yeah. in my entire life. And so healing for me is recognizing what's important to me, how am I going to live that out, and what do I want, who do I want to be in a relationship, and fuck what everybody else says. Facts. Because no one is qualified to give you advice on love. No. Period. No. Nobody. 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 All right. Nobody. <laughs> Next question. Do you at times fear criticism? Yes. Absolutely. All the time. Every Actually, day. I do and I don't now that I think about it. Yeah. It's, it's a, a mix. What are you, what do you fear getting criticized on? Um, I don't how, think I, I fear think, criticism. No, I do. I do fear criticism and I fear it on like how good of a person I am. Mm. It's not about like my actual work and stuff like that. Like whatever, give or take that things that you can change. But an impression that I make, like I was listening to, okay, the Ed Milet podcast with Matthew McConaughey and Matthew McConaughey was talking about how he wants to be known as a good man, not a nice man. Mm. And he, you can listen to the episode, but he goes into all of that. Yeah. Like how he's like, it's, it's important to be nice. Like, don't be a dick. But he's like, I want to be known for being a good person not just a nice person. And so damn, when that's I, good. Yeah, it's so good. That's so good. Like everybody sit with that. Yeah. Not even just man, but woman. He said yeah. he said woman too. But um I fear getting criticized like on my integrity. Like how do I treat people? I want everyone I know in my heart of hearts that I'm a very good person. But we've all had those moments where we've maybe made a little lack of judgment or whatever. <laughs> um and so that's what I fear being criticized for. Mm. I guess I can definitely relate to that, but I think for me, it's more a fear of letting people down and me, mm. me feeling, feeling that versus feeling criticized. I think I, I think I don't place a lot of emotion into criticism. Yeah. I almost sometimes take it as necessary feedback. Oh, for sure. I, well, we grew up that way. So like constructive criticism you can you couldn't escape that in our household. That is that's always been a thing, um, yeah. and so I think we embrace that in our adulthood. Like I, if that's I'm like not an, getting feedback, I'm like, give me feedback. You know. Yeah, I think I fear someone faking it to me. Yeah. I fear someone not telling me the truth over someone actually telling me the truth. Yeah, I think I fear that a lot. So for this question specifically, what advice would you give to someone that is paralyzed by fear of criticism? I would say nothing means anything until you make it mean something. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah, that brings that. Okay, so since we had, since I just talked about how we grew up, like our mom coined this phrase where if I said like, oh, Tansy gosh. just made me mad. No, you would say Tansy just made me feel stupid. Yeah. Something like that. My mom would be like, nobody can make you feel anything. And I'd be like, okay, fuck you. 
<laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, what was that? There was a meme the other day that Chandler sent, and she was, and it said like, "I realize now that growing up, my mom was right about a lot of things. I just didn't like her tone." <laughs> <laughs> that's so true, you know. But yeah, but yeah, I think that's good advice for the person who's afraid of criticism. You have you own how you feel. You own how how things land on you. You cannot own the criticism. It's always going to be there. Yeah, and half these motherfuckers don't know what they're talking about. Facts. Second of all. I forget. <laughs> I was going to say something Next else. question. Okay. I'm being asked to help coach a cheer, a cheer team for four-year-olds, and I have no cheer experience. How do you find inspiration and courage to step into new endeavors and the grace to fail as you learn? I don't understand why four-year-olds aren't cheerleading. <laughs> that's my you first. You are seriously that's, so funny. The but things that you on. get stuck on. Isn't four years old really young? Yeah, actually. Imagine them cheerleading. You're, you're, you just have your own PTSD from cheerleading. Fuck cheerleading. I sh- shout out to everyone who does cheerleading, but I'm, I'm traumatized. From Why? I really wanted to be a cheerleader. I am a girly girl at my core. Like cheerleading was going to be it for me. I got the uniform. I was, I looked like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Dough Pillsbury, Pills, you know, that, the Doughboy. I looked like that. It was a blue outfit. And it came time to like learn the cheers. I was really good at that. But when we did the pyramids, like... I was always on the fucking bottom of the period of the pyramid. And I was like, fuck this, dude. So I moved on to basketball. I was a beast. <laughs> I never wanted to be in cheerleading. I don't know. But anyways, that's besides the point. One, my first question to you is, is that something you really want to do? Like to me, I don't know that I hear your passion in that. I don't know that I hear your, I'm extremely excited about doing this. This is my purpose. And I I know that my heart is like on fire when the, when the thought of me doing this happens. Some people don't feel that right away. Mm-hmm. Let, I, I, so I disagree with that. I mean, I do agree to a certain extent, but... Or does it sound fun? How well, about that? Okay, it does, it's not about does it sound fun. It's how about you release some pressure on yourself and just go into it having fun. There's yeah. no chance these four-year-olds are going to be like, that's a bad coach. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, the parents. You Fuck never the parents. Know. It doesn't matter if you're good First or bad. of all, you're saying the F word a lot No, today. you are. I am? Yes, you said it like 10 times, I think. I think you did. Whatever. This is all explicit. Don't show the kids, okay? I think that they know that at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the question is how to find inspiration and courage to step into new endeavors, even though you have no idea what you're doing is basically the question. And I really think it's find joy in the unknown. Start as a beginner. Start. Okay. Here's another thing I heard on a different podcast. Um, this is your plug. Like go listen to 10,000 different podcasts and you will have so much personal development. It's not even funny, but there's, there's different steps to mastery of whatever it is. And the first step is literally being an idiot and and living in that era of not knowing and not being an expert. The second step is trial and error, failing. Like go, go do something and make a mistake at it. And then the third step is the mastery step. It's being the expert. And most people get confused because they look at people and they see them in their expert era and they're like, gosh, I'm never going to be like that. But what you didn't see was their idiot phase and their trial and error phase. Mm-hmm. And that, I think under- that they're probably still doing without you even realizing to become even more of an expert. Exactly. So I think, I think just have some fun. I, yeah. And I also think <clears throat> expect to fail. You're yes. going to fail. Yes. So if you know that, like failure is a prerequisite to success. Yes. Period. So if you want to be successful, you have to be willing to fail. And 
I also want to say, what else are you going to do? What, what, what life are you going to live? If yeah. that, if you're not going to do that, you're so just going to stay where you're at. Like that sounds lame. Yeah. So true. You're going to be, a, you're going to be in the stands watching the other coach thinking I could have done better. Yeah. Like why not? And why not you? Yeah. Love that. Next question. How do you handle an all or nothing mentality? Not making everything so strictly pass or fail, love, hate, right or wrong. Dude, this is such a great question. And I feel like it's the key to life. Yeah. And it's wow. Go. Do you have anything? I am not the one to teach on this because I am, I mean, actually I've gotten better at the all or nothing mentality. And I recently spoke on this on my Instagram because I'm doing the 15,000 steps a day thing. And there was one day that I started my period and I got 10,000 steps. And I literally woke up the next day and said to Matt, I quit. I don't want to do it anymore. I messed up one day. Like I don't want to start over. And obviously I threw like a little tantrum, which was ridiculous and dramatic. But The thing is, is like one of the best characteristics and habits and mentalities that you can develop is just getting back to it like a rubber band, like just get back to it. Mm -hmm. Whether you've messed up or fallen off for a week or a month or a day, just get back to it. I, my answer came to me in listening to yours. I think turn up challenges, 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 (laughs) um, not, I mean, again, small plug, but those have taught me to not be all or nothing because it's almost impossible to be all all the time. It's impossible to be all or nothing all the time. And and it's about and I know this sounds cliche, but this is coming from somebody who I've been doing this. Like <laughs> it's about who you're becoming in the process from chasing it. Mm-hmm. So even if you hit all, even if you hit nothing, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's not where the answer lies. That's not where the progress and the evolution lies the evolution lies in the chasing of it the falling the getting up and if you allow yourself to be in that and then you stop letting again it goes back to nothing means anything until you make it mean something like we're putting so much emphasis on the end goal of was it all or was it nothing and the the emphasis needs to be on the process yeah And when you make that shift, when you make that shift to putting emphasis and importance on the process rather than the end goal, then you start to make different decisions. You start to see things differently. And that's to me when results truly started to happen for me. And when I think about all or nothing too, because I, if we're being, you know, into the nitty gritty of it, I've been all or nothing my whole life. Yeah. (laughs) I look back at the way that I used to drink alcohol. I look back at the way that I used to um, eat. Yeah. I look everything that you could do too much of or too little. Like I was an extreme. Mm -hmm. And I almost think you have to go through that extremeness. So, I mean, you don't have to, but that's how I learned to be extreme and recognize I don't feel good. This doesn't feel good. This is not making me who I want to be. I'm not becoming the version of myself I want to be. So I'm going to like move differently. And then you go to the extreme of the other way and realize this doesn't feel good either. Yeah. And then you develop this strength within yourself to see what's worth it and what's not in regards to indulgences and to be aware of yourself. So it's just like a constant development of awareness of your ways. Like you have to become aware of who you are, who you've been and how you do things in order to evaluate how you're using these things and how you're being extreme and not. So like I will I still eat popcorn and I still eat a ton of it. <laughs> but I also 
if I know I'm going to have popcorn that night, I might have something less throughout the day that I'm paying attention to. Yeah. You know, it's not like all of a sudden because I had a whole bag of popcorn, I'm now done with caring for the rest of the week because I want to feel good. Yeah. And I think that's where you get you you love yourself enough to do what it takes to feel good. Like how yeah. do I feel my best? Well, yeah, you have to you have to like you said have the awareness of what's serving you, but I also think we get so freaking caught up in trying to label everything. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to label it all or nothing. If you are in a grind zone with your business and you're a new entrepreneur and you are all in, that's going to serve you. And if you're enjoying it, there's nothing wrong with being the all versus the nothing in that moment. If you are in the grind season prepping for your wedding and you want to feel and look your best and you're walking 15,000 steps every single day, that's okay. Like it's a season. It's serving you right now. Mm -hmm. And so release some of the labeling and the putting yourself in a box of I'm all or nothing all the time. There's a season and there's a reason for that season for almost everything. If it's serving you, who cares? That's so, yeah, that's so true. Next question. So, this is so weird. What did you dream about last night? Did you have a dream last night? No. Yeah, I didn't have a dream either. Usually I do, but next question. Tansy, yes. No. Juicy juicers. What's the deal with your relationship status? Updates? Um, I think we were, this is not juicy. <laughs> we I recently went through a breakup. Actually, not recently. It's been months now. And I'm still healing, still figuring that out. And I am dating myself still. But definitely open to all that's to come. Yeah, love that. You're doing great. Thanks, Jan. Next question. Have you ever had a one-night stand? Yes. Yes. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) How do you leave a romantic partnership that is no longer serving you when you have kids and assets tied together and such? Yo, tough. I don't feel equipped to answer that question. Yeah, neither of us have kids and... I mean, but you left a romantic partnership. You left your, you were married. Like that's a big deal. And you well, left Well, I just, what I hear. And you guys had a house. Like, let me just paint this picture for those that don't know. Like they lived in a different state away from family. They owned a home together. You had a dog together and you left that romantic partnership to, to benefit yourself. So how did you do that? Well, I don't, again, having kids is such a whole different thing. But what I hear in having conversations with my mom or anyone who has kids is it's like, I want to stay for the kids. And I completely understand that. And I admire that selflessness. But I also think that you being unhappy and you and your partner not having real love is affecting your kids as well. Yes. And kids are going to be fine. Like you you teach kids how to respond. Mm-hmm. You don't teach kids what's perfect. Like it doesn't life is not perfect. The shit's going to hit the fan when they hit out when they go out into the real world and they don't have you anymore. And so if we if we protect them from all the bad things, we don't serve them. We don't right. teach them. You teach them how to respond. You teach them how to love through hard times. But and I also think you teach them, what would you want your kids to do? Like, what I really ask you that. If, if your kid was you, what would you tell your kid to do? Exactly. And I think the answer to that is how you need to move and recognize that you, you, get to, you get to make life whatever you want it to be. And it's not even, like, there's just so much of life to be lived. And 
one decision can change everything and it's all in how you respond. And I also want to say though, coming from someone who's single and looking back at my life and where I'm at now, are you doing the work in your relationship? Because I think, again, we we look, the grass is greener on the other side, like the grass is greener, the grass is greener, but are you, are you going to feel the same way you feel with the next person? You know, like, I think that's contradicting though, because your first answer, that's not the question. Yeah. The question is how to leave. Yeah. And again, we don't have kids, but I know what it's like to be a teacher. I know what it's like to be a coach of young children. I know what it's like because I've asked my parents how to raise kids and how they did it well, because I think also they did a damn good job. We both and are we both are totally great per- performing humans as adults and yeah. we have divorced parents. Well, what I was going to say is your kids I mean, are watching and they know. They they're smarter than you think. Like if you're faking it in your relationship, they can smell that. Whether it surfaces for them now or later, it will surface. And having the assets thing, like that's an interesting thing because First of all, that I empathize with that because you probably worked really hard for whatever it is that you co-own with your partner. And to leave that behind is really hard. So I would say fight for whatever is most important to you. But I also think there's something to be said, like we did grow up with divorced parents. And I always say we had a great situation because our parents were friends through all the bullshit, through all the hurt, through all the pain. We still saw our dad. We still grew up with my mom. And... I think that that type of divorce can exist if you work for it. And if both parties are going to be happier separated, that is highly beneficial to your kids to see that type of adaptability. Mm-hmm. It's a tough question. We don't really tough. I don't think that I think those are just our opinions in this moment, Definitely. but obviously no one no one can freaking tell you, man. Yeah. You you know That's what really you need tough. to do. And here's what I have to say too. And this is about to be some of the best shit I've ever said. Ooh. um you can do whatever it takes to keep the peace outside of you and avoid dealing with and confronting the problems that you want but you will then create a war inside of you Mm. from doing whatever you can to keep the peace outside of you and so it's your choice Are you going to sacrifice your peace within you to keep everyone else at peace? Or are you going to confront the things head on, handle it, respond, and make sure that you're also at peace and deserving of a life of feeling good within yourself and not just constantly in avoidance of all of the things. So love that dance. All right, that wraps up the questions. You guys, great questions. I Thank already you for submitting those. I got a message that was like, I'm ready for the next round of questions. Oh my god. To ask more. So oh, wow. Yeah. So we'll be doing this again soon. Thank you guys so much. Again, those were seriously all anonymous. We have no idea. No idea who asked those. To the foot guy, go somewhere else. Like OnlyFans and stuff. Go yeah, there. She had <laughs> coming from your like wait. 10 classy toes. Oh, <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Love you guys so much. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. I'm a bad mom, that's what they say I'm about my money, yeah, I don't play I got that Benjamin button, I'm looking better every day, boy Girl, what's in your DNA, huh? I'm a boss and a savage Girl, what's in your DNA, huh? You know I'm far beyond average Girl, what's in your DNA?